I'm bored. I have nothing to say. I'm just saying something because I think I'm supposed to, and you guys are asking for it. But otherwise, not really a whole lot going on. I mean, I'm back. I'm, I got class tomorrow. Oh, uh, just doing some certs and stuff today, printing things out. And uh, otherwise, I'm just kind of getting caught up. I've been actually doing a mover PowerPoint, uh, kind of winding down, I guess. I don't know, a couple things to different directions, a uh, little piece here, a little piece there. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of been a quiet little week, uh, uh, although I got well, a three-day class from my high tomorrow and then a couple days off and then another three-day class from my high. Then like two days off and I'm back up to Alaska. We got a moving, we got two different courses or three. I don't know what it is. We got a mover class and then um, we have a PR1 that we're doing as well as the Lodges reunion and uh, all that. So if you guys are up listening, you're up in Alaska and you want to do a mover class, I think we got a spot, spot open on Friday. Saturday, I think, is full. Friday, I think we got some spots for a moving target class. We got a couple movers out there um, that we're going to be using, and we're going to be shooting some movers. So I've been tuning up my moving target knowledge and looking at that and the different ways people are doing it. And not really changed. The only thing different that I'm seeing is the timing where instead of doing a 1,001 and seeing how many mills your move across, they're doing three. Um, so they're doing three seconds, so it gives them a better and then dividing it, which is six and one half. I mean, you can't go 1,001. Get ready. Look, 1,001. There's your answer. I got to do three now. One, two, three. Whatever. Anyway, it all kind of pretty much is about the same, but so I've been doing a PowerPoint on a mover, but I want it short. Um, I only got a couple slides into it right now. One thing I, uh, did, did a couple podcasts and did, uh, um, Modern day, Assassin's Way, I went up to, just before the snow, we had snow already. Dude, we had like a foot of snow almost, um, melted already, it's gone, didn't last long. Had a metric ton of snow, and um, day before though, on Sunday I went up to Fort Collins, uh, Jacob Bynum had an Assassin Way class up there, a couple guys um, were, were doing a little tune-up for Assassin's Way, and I did a little mini two-hour concealment. Most guys didn't. There was only like one guy that might have needed the concealment course. Otherwise, um, most guys were, were pretty good, had already been through different courses, and had some kind of combat action or experience. So a lot of guys actually signing up. I talked with uh, Chris R. there. Chris out there um, doing his thing. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of seeing a real need for people to do things different. And, you know, I've been talking to some guys on the side. I talked to Chris Way. I talked to Chris Roberts. I talked to the guys at Jacobs, you know. Uh, there's there's a bunch of different ways you can skin this cat. And, and I kind of walked some of them through a little bit, some guys that I've been talking to. And companies are responding, dude. So you, you guys out there going, oh, well, uh, blah, what do I do? And is this any good? And, you know, it, it's like, hey. Create a sheet, create a, a branding, whatever you're going to do for you. Be a little different. Look at this from a um, marketing standpoint, really, I guess, is, is kind of lack of a better word. Instead of, instead of being like, hey, I'm your guy, look at me. I came in 10th last week at the PRS, blah, 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 blah. Same match as the week before, but in a different spot. 
And I, you know, using overpriced everything and a little of this and a little of that and all kinds of stuff, I came in 10th. You should sponsor me. And then the following week comes in 5th. What do you do? You get a picture of him with a box. Here's me with my box. I have a box in my hand. Everybody should love it. You should have this box too. Does this, do you have this box in your hand? No. You should put this box in your hand because... I came in fifth, and I have the box in my hand, which clearly led to my fifth place um, standing, you know, my showing. So if you put the box in your hand, maybe you can be in fifth place too, that kind of shit. And so that just cracks me up. But you got to do things different, man, and I'm not going to spill all of it. But, yeah, guys I've talked to, people are up there responding. They're, they're craving for somebody to come outside the box and not do the same old, you know, so-and-so of the blah, blah, blah series. And, I mean, actually, it's been kind of funny. I've been I've been talking to people on the backside. Everybody's bored. Um, so, you know, there's been some industry talk because industry people have been getting together, as we tend to do in the industry. Um, you know, conversations with, with the, the, the Phil and Kalen guys, which, by the way, seeing how I'm into that five-minute period, you might have either signed off by now or not, but I'm going to be dropping some stuff. Um, modern day sniper summit, modern day sniper summit is up in links or on the hide for a limited time. There is free access to the interviews and things that Kalen and Phil did for the modern day sniper summit. If you go to snipers hide or I, maybe I'll put it in the Podbean link cause there's an, an affiliate link. You can get your free access to the Modern Day Sniper Summit. Sniper Summit. And then that way there, you can listen to what everybody has to say. I haven't heard any of them. I know what mine was. Mine was more industry. I don't know. Mine wasn't. It's hard to explain how mine was, but I don't know how it all fits. But there's a ton of people, like 25 people, I think, were interviewed um, you know, all kinds of stuff. Uh Titian, Jaden, I saw there's a thing from Hornaday, Kyle Lamb, uh, all kind there's a lot of people in the everyday modern day, modern day, in the modern day sniper summit. Um, grab the affiliate link, go get your free access while it's still free. After that, it's like a hundred bucks or something, ninety-seven dollars. If you want access after the fact, but I, I, it's a cool series. Hey, it's a way people are doing things in a different, you know, slightly different. Oh, hang on, I got my my cord wrapped around some shiznit. My cord is wrapped up, so I had to fix it. So, um, yeah, modern day sniper summit. Uh, there's links, Facebook links on snipers hide modern day sniper on the internets and webs. And then their podcast and stuff. I actually thought I was doing like a podcast with them, but I guess I did the summit thing. Um, two different, two different ways of looking at it. Uh, but I mean, really sharp dudes when you look at what Phil and Kalen are doing and, and everybody they're bringing together. And, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's definitely good from that. I talked with, uh, Jacob, we're probably going to do, uh, an Assassin's Way podcast. Um, I mean, there's real money involved. You know what I mean? It, there's, a, there's enough to almost buy you a house, depending on how you split it. And 
it's not a shooting match. You know what I mean? I've been like kind of feel because I I'm not hip to everything. Like I haven't sat down, and maybe that's what the podcast will do. I haven't sat down with Jacob and like basically said, dude, spell this all out to me from front to back. You know, I got pieces and it was like, hey, can you help me do this? And it's like, sure, I could do that. And, and you know, I kind of jumped in when I could and, you know, I'm off today. I can come up tomorrow and I'm not focused on it, but I see what he's doing. Um, You know, this is about being a practical marksman about being a well-rounded rifleman you know all these buzzwords and terms we can throw out there um you know that's kind of what we're looking at is it, or he's looking at and I'm just uh, assisting where I can um and helping that out so if there is questions I mean because think about it the skills that uh, they're talking about testing are one, moving from point A to point B with all your equipment. The first day you show up, your equipment will be inventoried, a list will be made, it'll be laminated. That list and that equipment follows you like issued gear. Okay, so you got a piece of issued equipment. Then from there, you're going to move to a series of events over the 30, 28 days or whatever it is. And skills that are going to be tested are the movement, land navigation, Right? That kind of stuff. So you got to get from point A to point B. Can you show up where you're supposed to be? That's one. Then when you get there, you got to identify the targets, observations. What are you looking at? Is that what you're supposed to shoot or is that not what you're supposed to shoot? What are you, what are you reporting back? What is being asked to be reported back? Why are you there? Got to answer those questions. Then you may have to solve a, pro- solve a problem with your precision rifle. That means shooting and hitting a target with probably limited amount of information, like range, you know? So there's a range estimation part of it. There's, there's you know, movement. There's observational skills. There's land navigation, right? So then there's also going to be a point where you will find yourself under observation. So that's where the concealment comes in it's not so much a stalk as it is a static concealment but you still got to get there so you don't want to show up to something and this is some of the things we talk about is you don't want to show up and then not have you know your shit together and know where you're supposed to be like you don't want to be hanging out in front of something when you should be behind something route selection masking all these different things you know put a screen between you and in the subject and, you know, loopholes and what you shoot. We've been shooting through holes for fucking ever. I mean, to act like, you know, it's some kind of rocket science to shoot through a hole is fucking crazy. We, we've laughed about that before. But anyway, so, you know, instead of creating holes and walls, use holes with foliage. That's a funny word, foliage. That makes me laugh. Um, you know, so there's that kind of stuff uh, that 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 has to get done. So, I mean, I think it's it's a good way of being that guy, getting that movement in and testing your skills. I mean, hey, you're going to be testing yourself alongside a bunch of military people, some formers, some contractors, doctors, lawyers, all kinds of stuff. It's a cool concept. And everybody I know we're talking to is kind of like encouraged by this instead of the same old contrived thing day after day. You know, bag, tripod, tripod, bag, 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 tripod, tripod, bag, 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 a tripod, bag, tripod. Anyway, 
you know, and and and, and it's cool. I get it. it. It it is what it is. Um, that was weird. I heard something funny. I don't know what that was. So, um, yeah, so we got that going on. So Modern Day Sniper Summit on Sniper's Hide. I think I posted it in the beer pit. Assassin's Way, Mile High Shooting Classes, Back to Alaska. That's my September. PowerPoints, different things, cleaning up, reaching out. Um, book, I got actually got an update on my book. My book's still on. I don't know how to gauge that shit. The book's doing okay. I'm just around um, if you're uh, with the, I don't even know the name of my damn book. What is the name of my book? Um, Practical Marksmanship for the Precision Rifle, blah, 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 blah. If you go on Amazon or Gun Digest, it'll come up. But yeah, I actually, um, wow, made a couple car payments. I was uh, I was surprised um, how much the book is already paid me. You guys, I appreciate you going out there and buying it. If you don't have a copy of my book, you should go out and get a copy of my book. And that way I'll consider making another one. Uh, but I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate uh, everything people are saying about it. Um, it's It's been really well received. And, and I thank everybody for the, the, the encouragement. I had one guy on Amazon who fucking, of course, everybody, there's always somebody that has to zap me and give me like mega negative. And it's like, dude, why did you bother? They're like, yeah, it's okay. Maybe the wind is good. But, he, you know, he's got pictures that don't mean anything. It's like, yeah, I got pictures of students in there and they tend to love it. You know, when you find yourself a picture in a book that you could show your family and point to and say, hey, dude, that's me. I went to Frank's class. There I am taking that class. People actually really appreciate that. And I mentioned it before, but I mean, it, it, there, there's something there when it comes to putting students in. I would do exactly the same way again, you know, as far as the picture element of the book. But yeah, some douchebag on Amazon and you're a douche, dude. I, I should go in and just zap you somehow or do something because you're a douche, douche nozzle. You're, you're the part they throw away. I don't know what it, I don't even know what a douche does. I, I know what it does, but I don't even know how it works. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. But anyway, so um, you are a douche nozzle trying to give me one star. Yeah, I guess it's okay. It's shit you never read before, idiot. You know, I guess if you regurgitate Ultimate Sniper, Major Plaster says... If you regurgitate Ultimate Sniper, you get five stars. If you kind of come up with some original thought shit or, 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 you know, strip away all the, hey, let's throw all these things from the last 80 years against the wall. You pick out the one that you like best. We'll just put it all out there. We won't talk about it was already debunked or no, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that kind of changed. I mean, that's sling shooting. That's not what we're doing no not over there go over here yep or man we used to do that yeah if you're into that i get it you know a lot of people apparently are but no no worries but i appreciate the feedback and thanks for everybody who's uh, listening and subscribing we're up at 12, over twelve thousand subscribers now on the podcast um 1.3 million downloads or something like that which again thank you guys I mean, kind of crazy um, that it's it's gone this this big with the podcast. Um, the site, I fuck checking my stats the other day with Sniper's Hide, eight hundred and fifty five thousand. Say that again, eight hundred 
55,000 unique users on Sniper's Hide. Unique users. We doubled it since the beginning of the year. In September now, we are double our traffic from March. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. I'm doing a ton of the work on the site. There's a bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes. Um, we're on new servers. We're moved over. I got like a test server going on. I got it. There's probably six people working on Sniper's Hide right now, and you guys don't even know it. Um, lots and lots and lots of construction happening um, behind the scenes, around the scenes, over on the side of the scenes. So hopefully you guys will appreciate that. And maybe not. I mean, maybe it'll be one of those changes you all hate because you tend to hate when I change shit. <laughs> you know, but what we'll, we'll see, whatever. And and so um, there's that. And then question, God, what else am I going on? I got nothing to say. I really don't. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like over it. Um, I need somebody to talk to. Otherwise, I, I'm like bored with it. I feel like I'm repeating myself. You know what I mean? I'm feeling like I already walked you guys through it. And I know there's always ways. Like we stumble on it like the imperceivable trigger press. Right? So we stumble on a word. Imperceivable. And we're, you know, press, break, freeze. Do this. Do that. You know, all these little mantras. Find it with your eye. Kill it with the scope. You know, we got all these little uh, little truisms. Little one-liners that we came up with. I, I need to put them all together. Like... Find it with the eye, kill it with the scope. It's not the face you fuck, but the fuck you face. You know, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, it, it, it's 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 kind of, um, you know, that press, break, freeze. And now the imperceivable press. You know, there, there's all these little things that are out there. Truisms, right? Um, crazy in the head, crazy in bed, that kind of stuff. Um, it, it's It's all part of it. And, and so you, you come up with them and you try to be unique in a way to hopefully it clicks with the next guy. Okay, we got a whole, like you divide everybody in half. There's, there's those who drink the Kool-Aid and those who have not yet tasted the Kool-Aid, you know. And, and so you're basically trying to come up with new ways of introducing people to your particular flavor of Kool-Aid. It's like dude, check out my Kool-Aid. It's grape. You know, no, I like a grape cherry mix. You know, uh, a chape. I want a cherry grape or a crap or something. You know what I mean? A, a cranberry grape. I don't know. So you're trying to come up with that. That's where the imperceivable press comes in. That's where the press break and freeze comes in. That's where you're trying to relate to another segment of the audience in order to catch them um, or, or have them catch what you're saying. And Oh, yeah, now the light bulb goes off. There's the moment. You know, there's that bong moment. Which, speaking of moments, just came in my head. Um, Cobra Kai on Netflix or wherever the hell it is. Cobra Kai is pretty freaking cool, man. Cobra Kai is fun. Okay, it takes you totally back in time. Like everybody from Karate Kid and all that are there doing their thing. And two seasons of Cobra Kai just blitzed through them because they're short. They're like half-hour episodes. Uh, originally, weren't they YouTube or something? But fuck YouTube. But weren't they YouTube or, or whatever? But um, been watching Cobra Kai. Thought that was a really good time. And it's it, you know what? It's like, yep, I get it. 
it, you're watching it, especially because growing up with Karate Kid, growing up in that era, Karate Kid was made for me. You know what I mean? It wasn't made for you guys, although some of you guys may have got found Karate Kid since then. But when Karate Kid came out, Karate Kid was made for me. And so Cobra Kai just totally fits right down that pipeline, man. It's it's like a complete straight line to me. And it has a bunch of little stuff in there. The kids today, our families and things like that. You know, because my daughter's that almost that same age as the kids in Cobra Kai. And so it's it's telling, you know what I mean? It's it's it, there's Frank. I don't have the 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 bitch and Camaro or the Challenger, whatever he's driving, uh, the the Cobra Kai Challenger, but we we get it. I guess I'm more the Danny Larusso with the Audis and stuff because it's his dealerships about the same. But anyway, yeah, man, Cobra Kai is pretty fun. Uh, since I've been home, trying to catch up on some of these shows when we're traveling, I don't, you know what? I don't tend to watch. TV and do that stuff when I'm out traveling and doing everything and, and doing the classes. You know what I mean? We're especially because we're out every night with the students. And, you know, then as soon as you get back, you're, you're basically just putting the TV on to have something to fall asleep to. Um, so I'm not watching shows uh, in that. We are filling up. Mark sent me, got a pretty big list of, of what we got going on for um, uh August 2021, um, he's just basically just every every day of the month now almost. He's got our classes going. I got one, two, three, four, um, five, five, and six. I see six for the August calendar alone. I don't know what he's doing, man. He's got some pretty big numbers happening. It looks like they're trying to work a Pennsylvania. We got a couple Iowas. Let's see if this will pop up. Uh, what do we got here? I see Nebraska's. I see Minnesota's. I see Iowa's. I see, I don't know what this St. Louis thing is. I don't know what the heck Asherah. That might be the Pennsylvania one. Um, And then I see a tread proof. Oh, no, here's Pennsylvania three day. There's another one. He's got another one here. I don't know what the heck that is. But he's, he's got something. Oh, 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 wait, maybe that's his, uh, that's August. I don't know. Anyway, I see a Pennsylvania. I see a Tennessee. I see something that says St. Louis. I see a Iowa. I see Minnesota. And I see Nebraska on his calendar. So that's for next year, man. What, what we're going to do is we're going to put out the, um, the, the 2021 calendar. Probably October we'll start filling it in. Um, if not October, November, uh, we're, we got a bunch of dates that we're going to be playing with a bunch of stuff going on. So, uh, if you're thinking about next year and you want to host us or you want us to come out or where we're going to be, get on us early. Cause this stuff's already filling up. It, it, it does look like we have October or uh, August rather already hundred percent full, um, for next year. I know we still have Alaska for June and July, and we're going to be filling in some earlier dates. Um, we got like a San Diego in February, but that's an LE thing. And then we got a, I don't know, we got a bunch of classes. So we're going to try to put that calendar up on that precision, rifle, precision rifle training.net website that I did. Um, so we're trying to get that up for you as early as possible because this stuff is either going to fill fast or require a second date. And so for some of them that require more than one class uh, because of overflow, 
we'll have to get that logistically sorted out. But I mean, people are asking, well, where are your classes? Because they hear us talking, they read about things, they they see it in the podcasts in the different areas that we're at. Um, and, and they're asking now, it's like, dude, if you have not signed up, like if you haven't signed up for our stuff in like March, the odds are you're not getting in unless you're just going on an old holdover or you're going into an overflow or something that's already been established. But we're pretty darn full um, most of the time. Yeah, we get onesie twosies because somebody always, there's almost always a 10% drop. Um, we sell this like a concert ticket. So you guys know, can maybe somebody out there can learn something from it. You, the class is going on whether you're there or not. You bought a concert ticket. So if you can't make it, it's your job to go out and scalp your ticket or we'll let you roll into another class depending on the situation and what's going on within normally that one year of the class you've, you've signed up for that couldn't attend. So, um, you know, we because otherwise we don't refund or do all this because, number one, we still got travel. We still got work we're doing. We're still arranging and, and, and operating like now. We're, we're, we're coordinating and putting this work in to classes for next year. We're already doing that. Then we got to get our flights or figure out how we're going to drive it or start planning out our trips and hotels and things like that. We're still going to be there for X amount of days in our hotels, right? So we got that situation. And then from there, you, you're, you know, it's, it's, it's like you'd have 50 guys sign up and five guys show up if you basically had a refund policy that was like, oh, sorry, you couldn't make it. Here's your money back, you know, so that doesn't quite work. So what we tell everybody is you're buying a concert ticket. Concert's going to happen. Whether you're there or not, we're putting on the show. Now, if there's not enough people for the concert to happen, you know, we need 10 signups. We only got five, which rarely, if ever, happens, um, but could. Uh, you know, if we do that and we go, okay, well, then we would refund you. If you said, hey, I'm one of the five, you're not doing the concert, I want my money back, absolutely, you get your money back. But if we say hey, we want 10 and two drop out and there's eight, we're still probably going to show up and put on that show. So it's in your interest to, you know, stay on top of it or to find out if you can make it. But bottom line is you don't want to sign up for this stuff if you can't attend or sign up too early um, or too late, you know what I mean? Or try to sign up too late, I guess, would be the better way of saying it, the proper way of saying things like that. But... um. Yeah, I mean, the, the so it's September, I'm winding down, October, I got a class with Brian Whalen down in, we didn't even advertise it yet, but we'll only take like 10 or 12 people, it'll fill up quick, but we're going to have a class down in Logan, New Mexico, um, in, in, in the first week of November, and so we'll be down there doing like a half of you with Brian, half of you with me, uh, now flip, you know, and we'll do a little joint like there's Brian's way, there's my way, here's a combo of the two, let's put them all together, let's all go out and shoot a bunch of fun shit. Um, so we're going to be doing a class like that um, end of the month or beginning of the month in November, but next and soon, I'll put it up in a minute, one of these days, um, so you can order it and, and get it, uh, but we're going to do it with Brian Whalen, it should be pretty good. I'm getting, I guess this is a good training little catch up, right? Training, because I'm training stuff. I changed my um my bank. I don't even know what they do. Ooh, more cowbell. Dude, I was listening. There's like some um 
like cowbell, people like more cowbell, more cowbell, more cow. You make songs. There's like a cool old Alice Cooper that's like all cowbell. I was listening to it on the trip, but like not too long ago because I have that like um, disc in there with all the albums and stuff that's in my center, and and it's cool. And so like a thousand ten albums in um on a little SD card in my car. It's cool as shit. So I was like, damn, this song is all cowbell and stuff. So that was kind of cool. What's this button do? There's Cooper right there, man. I didn't even know what that button does. It wasn't marked. That was some Cooper right there. Um, and, and that's probably like the song with uh, cowbell. Uh, it might be. But anyway, um, yeah, so we're doing a bunch of training stuff. So if you want to get in on the training, if you want to get that foundation, one of the things that we're doing um, and we're seeing a lot. We get a good mix of people. Somebody asked me, I think it was Daniel Horner, because um, Daniel Horner was up here the other day. I'm dropping names now. Listen, look at me. I'm so bored. I'm dropping names. Like, I, yeah, I was hanging out with him the other day. It's the first time I ever met him. I know his wife more than I know him. Um, anyway, uh, and then I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, that's like, plus, I just know Candace better. Um, so, anyway, I was talking with him, and um, I've totally lost my train of thought and what we were bringing up. Uh, what was, I have to go back, play the tape back, play it back. I don't know what I was saying. Uh, I lost it. So, uh, what were we talking about? Um, I don't know. Cowbell, this, that, be my lover, song, music. Nope. Totally lost it. Fell right out of my head and hit the ground and rolled out underneath something and I can't find it. I don't even know where the heck I'm going with it. But anyway, yeah, so I, I was hanging out with, um, him, he was at the Assassin's Way thing, and, and, and we were kind of going over some stuff and catching up. But, oh, I guess classes. Um, it had to do with classes and just the, the schedule and how to sign up and, and how to show up. Oh, competition scars. That's where I was going to go. So um, Daniel had asked me about the mix of students. There we go. Head back straight. Found it. Oh, I got the little screw right here. That's it. I got it. So about uh, the mix of students and, you know, we get about one third of people who want to be, you know, that fundamentally sound marksman. They hear about us talking fundamentals. They know they need an education in this. They want to learn more and take the precision rifle game to the next level. There's those. Then there's like the one third of guys we're seeing that are but PRS type guys that are trying to fix some competition scars, trying to be a little bit more effective under those various conditions. Um, the advanced class is the fundamental faster and from alternate positions, which would be a competition, right? So if you're going to be in a competition, the goal would be to execute those fundamentals in the exact same way you would do it in a slow fire prone type situation. Boom. So take that skill set from your prone and move it to your alternates. Boom. There you go. And then the other third would probably be like a hunter type of guy who may have missed a game animal, lost out on something. You know, I was shooting at that guy 130 yards away and I missed him. And now I need to learn how to do him. And then the next year, we always get these emails. Uh, guys up in Alaska are hunting already. Hey, I just took my caribou at 530. Hey, I just took this guy at 470. Hey, I just took this guy at 610. Um, you know, guy got a, we, we practice, we talk about the wolf out there all the time. The wolf, the wolf, the wolf, always at um, Alaska. And because uh, that's the big target at 600. It's like a full size, realistic looking wolf. And, and it's big. And so we use it a lot just because it's big and giant. We like to catch misses. 
So um, the guy got his wolf at 597, 600 yards, and people go, man, all that practice shooting the wolf during the Alaskan class paid off because a guy had a wolf in front of him at the exact same range as the wolf we practiced on, and he one shot, one killed his wolf. So there, there's that kind of stuff, um, you know, which is good to see. We appreciate the guys that have, have taken game farther than they have in the past after attending one of our classes that they're, um, you know, showing us, hey, everybody, look what I did. And, and, and that's pretty friggin' awesome to see the, the end results. Uh, I'm still working on the booklet, the handout. I, I got some sheets from Ted. Um, I got books in. I got to send a bunch of books in. I just got 100 copies of my book in. Um, that's got to go out to a bunch of people. I got to send Ted's mom one. Um, Ted, your mom needs a book. Uh, I'm going to sign it. You know, my number. You know, for a good time, call Frank. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got that. I'll put my phone number in it for Um so there's that going on and what else, what else, what else? I have no idea. Like I said, it's just, it's a whole lot of like busy work, but nothing work. And today's my day off before I do a bunch of stuff, but I wanted to be out there talking to you all about different things. Questions, man. You know what I need? I need questions from you. What do you, because I've repeated myself so much and I don't want to be on repeat, but maybe there are topics out there that I need to clarify, that I need to talk about in a different way. If you got them, send them to me. Put them in the Podbean app. Put them on Sniper's Hide in the Everyday Sniper Podcast section. Podbean app would be cool. Get some numbers up on our Podbean app. Um, Always Rick's always there. We got the Robot Doc guy's always there. He's like, hey, man, I'm an old dude, and I shot a PRS match. Yeah, but whatever. doesn't really count. You know, you're not like trying to chase national stuff. You're not going there and thinking you're going to win a trophy. I mean, there's some people who go and think, well, I'm going to show these young whippersnappers. And it's like, yeah, we're not. We're too old, man. We're too old and broken and crookedy. We can get a lot done and we can do pretty well. But you got to put a lot of investment in if you want to like really top 10 it consistently and go to a variety of them and work towards the finale. I guess the question should be, do you plan on working towards the finale and not so much... You know, are you just shooting events? I mean, really, let's be honest. If you shoot any competitions, you could say you're shooting a series because almost every competition is attached to some kind of series, you know? So it's not like it's like, oh, I sh- I'm shooting these. And it's like, yeah, I do too, but I don't do it as if I think I'm doing it for any reason other than to show up or, you know, for my own head. I'm not doing it for somebody else's head or to validate me. It's kind of funny. Um, with all the Nick Irving stuff, Nick was a student of ours down in, um, down at rifles only. And, uh, he put out some shitty videos <laughs> recently and he's getting called out by like, you know, Ryan Hay and the PRS guys. Hey man, you're a punk loser. It's like, uh, I get it. There are some stories and I know, like I said, I got, I know Nick, I, we, we did pre and post deployment classes with them. I went to, um, Irwin to NTC with Third Ranger Bat when Nick was there. We we spent a week or plus out with him living in the FOB. And you know, Jacob didn't like the transit barracks with the open toilets. And we went to a hotel on Main Side. And then we went to the backside. I did the safety brief there. And yeah, so I've been, I know Nick. Uh, and I get it, man. And he made a stupid video. And it's really not defensible. It really isn't. I'm not going to, but... Uh, I mean, the guy went Hollywood. 
You know what I mean? The dude went. Um, I I know I know a lot of uh, like he's been in movies. He's he's been on TV shows. He's got an agent. He's the one dude is like, hey man, where's your agent? Remember that joke? Like John Pinch. He's like, hey, am I a fucking hobbyist or am I an athlete? It's like, where's your agent? Nick's got an agent. And I get it. He ain't doing this anymore and he's too cool for school. But he still was a combat ranger. And uh, I don't know if you really ought to be calling him out in that way. I mean, I guess if you put it in context and say, dude, you made a dumbass video and you look pretty bad, and before you go out there being God's gift, you've been out of the game for a while. Ooh, tough, but I don't know. I just think it's funny that everybody's piling on it, and and, and, and there are some stories that, hey, man, maybe not everything went the way guys say in books. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I get that part of it, but... I mean, you, you can call people out within context, but don't start attacking like their service and shit because I think his service is a little bit up here. But it's funny. I mean, the dude did a dumbass fucking video and, you know, and then doubled it up with another dumbass one and guys want to call him out. I don't get the competition validates me, though. You know what? I, I'm not defined by my competition standings. Um, you know, I don't care. And, and, and if you're running around, and, and I'll tell you, Ryan, I think I'll throw it out to you because you always do this. It's like you want validation because you went to an event. Okay, so say Nick goes and he comes in. Let's say there's 100 people to make it, make it easy. Nick goes and comes in 50th. Are you just trying to say that there's 50 people that are now better than him or are you trying to say he didn't care and didn't practice? Are you trying to say there's 50 people with more experience shooting this type of uh, shooting more so than him? Or do you get to turn around and go to combat with Nick and face off with each other after he shoots your event and then see which one gets shot first? You know, I don't get where the validation comes in. I, I think it's a silly call out. I mean, in the way it was called out, I get what he did. I get it looks bad in, in all that. But to me, I'm calling you out, dude. Here I am. I'm laying the gauntlet down and, you know, show up at a match. Well, who cares? I'll show up at a match. You know what I mean? And there's going to be a ton of people that beat me because I don't care. You know, do I get to show up at the match and go to like you and go slap the trigger? You slap the trigger. Oh, yeah, you hit the target. That was the rifle, not you. Oh, dude, you slap the trigger. How many ounces is that trigger? Oh, four ounces, eight ounces, 12 ounces. Oh, but you slapped it. You're not following through. Fundamentally, you suck. Now, look, I may have missed the target, but I followed through. So it's like, where do you go with that? Where do you go with competition to validate somebody unless you both say 2021, you're, you you start, I start, we're going to shoot five matches each and we're going to both attempt to qualify for a finale and then we're both going to go to the finale and then the winner of that has bragging rights. You know, I could see putting it on a level playing ground. But if you're just going to call somebody out to show up at a match, I'm pretty sure Nick shot some at rifles only. They almost always did transition in one way or another. Nick actually worked at rifles only for a little bit. Um, like a month maybe. It wasn't that long. But I know he came and did some classes with Jacob after I left. Um, he showed up right after I show, uh, left in around 2012, 2013. Almost positive he shot at least one event back then. Uh, I don't know, dude. The call out was lame. 
I'm, I'm just going to say, and, and don't get me wrong. I love you guys. You know, I'm not, I'm not like trying them, but I'm bored. And Ryan made a call out and I think it's, I think there needs to be context. You know what I mean? I think there needs to be explanation. I want to know if you're calling somebody out and telling them to go to a match, what's the validation? Just showing up? I mean, because I'll go to a match, I'll shoot one stage and leave. I shot a match, came in last. Okay, yeah, I only shot one stage. What are you going to do? I could shoot the I could shoot one stage and basically like a rifles only where you could go to any stage first. You know what I mean? What if I went to one rifles only stage and cleaned it and left? I'm going to go to that stage cuz I think I can clean it. I'm going to go to that stage right there. I got a 10 out of 10, Ryan. Going home. Where's, what does it, what does it prove? What does it do, dude? I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand the call out. I mean, it's one thing if he made bold claims, I guess you can call somebody out and say, prove it in front of an audience. But I'm, I'm missing, I'm missing context or I'm missing something when it, when it comes to, uh, what, what the call out actually, what, what comp doesn't validate my, my being, my my epitaph is not gonna be Frank won this match or Frank top five. You know my my NASCAR stats aren't gonna be on my tombstone. You know he had five top twos and you know and ten top tens and twenty five top twenties and you, what does that even mean? Uh, that stats not following me. You know it'll be sniper's hide. Everyday Sniper, the book, an asshole. He pissed everybody off with a jersey letter. What is he doing over here? It's like, ah, I don't, you know, came in second behind Lindy on that day, won $1,500 from Horace. Yeah, okay, came in second to George Gardner at the ASC match three years in a row. And it's like, mm, I don't, yeah, okay. I don't, that doesn't work. You know, yay. You know, Shot the production class and won it with no other shooters. I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's you know, won the production class with 10 people. I don't get it. Explain to me. Maybe, maybe I will. Maybe I'll understand when you call them out. But I, I get it, man. Nick made a bad video. It was fucked up. I didn't watch all of it. Didn't have to. I know what he was like. I hung around him. You know, I know exactly what. The dude, you know, and now he's in Hollywood, man. Now he's doing his own thing. Now he's too cool for school. I get it. Shit happens, but it doesn't mean, you know, he probably couldn't practice. Probably couldn't get back up to speed pretty quick. I mean, I know he's been, he had to be at Rifles only at least four times. Minimum of four. So I would guess he knows something about shooting. He took four classes. Went to an army sniper school. Anyway, I don't know. Like I said, I've heard stories on all sides of different things. I, I understand there's drama. And people are bored. I'm bored. And Ryan's bored. Ryan called him out. But I want to know what the end game of the call out means. Let me know. What, what does it mean? 
You know, if, if you call me to a match, what's the goal? To point at how many people beat me? Or do I even have to place? Is there a cutoff? Hey, man, if you top 20 this event, you're cool. If you, you know, 21 to 40, you're almost cool. If you're 41 to 65, you're mediocre cool. You know, if you're 70, is 66 to 100, you're bitch-ass punk. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the, what's the number, man. Give me the, give me the breakdown. I need the breakdown, you know. Is it just, hey, he showed up. He's cool. Maybe it's that. That could be because that's usually what happens. Based on my experience, it's usually blah, 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 breath. Blah, 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 blah. Here I am. Oh, cool, dude. We're glad you're here. Yay. He showed up. You know, he's not so bad after all. Oh, he took an E and let me vent. And I told him I didn't like his video and Oh, all this other, you know what? He's okay. Hey, where are you going to eat tonight? Oh, we're all going to Chili's too. We'll see you at Chili's. Hey, give Nick a drink over there. Nick, hey, give Ryan a drink over there. Hey, what do we got? Oh, he's cool. Yep, next day. Oh, dude, you're shooting like shit, huh? Yeah, I hadn't shot in 100 years, you know, doing the Hollywood thing. Yeah, I know. We're just making fun of you. Yeah, it's all cool. Yeah, you get to go on the internet and save face. Yeah, he didn't do nearly as good as I thought. Yeah, but he's an all right guy, and we had fun with him. Super personable, because that's kind of thing what he does now. He's like in the entertainment business. I don't know. Anyway. That's kind of how I see all that shit play out. So that's my board episode. And hope you guys enjoyed it. Probably not. But you don't know what I was going to say. There's some funny things in there. You might catch a funny thing here or there. But um, no, nah, I, I got class. And uh, we'll try to talk about some stuff or find something interesting to talk about for next week. I don't think I have anybody um, on the line for uh, an interview. I should probably call somebody and just have them call me. And just do an interview with somebody, and then I won't be bored. Um, you guys like the interviews. I like the interviews because then it's easy. I just free form it, and I go with it, and I don't have to come up with new stuff. But tell me what you want to talk about. Tell me what I need to talk about and clarify so I'm not repeating myself, bored out of my skull, and going to call up Mike and say, Mike, you got to do podcasts from now on for a while until I'm not bored anymore because otherwise I'm going to get too bored too fast, and I won't want to do them. And then it'll be like weeks before I do the next one. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the Everyday Sniper. Go on Amazon, Frank Galley, Precision Rifle Marksmanship and Long Range Shooting something for my book. Buy my book. I want you to go out and buy it. Um, no, go ahead and get the book. Um, that'll be cool. I appreciate the guys who have bought it, uh, comment on it, everything. Um, Sniper's Hide is cranking. Just absolutely cranking. The hide is like the biggest thing going. Um... I have no idea if anybody else is, is seeing this kind of uh, growth, um, but it's huge. I mean, like I said, we doubled since March. Um, that's gigantic. We've never really jumped up. I mean, I've seen 50,000-person swings, 400,000-person swing. That's a lot. Um, but that's a lot of it is the work we're doing on the site, the way we're reestablishing it, because I was never really looking at my numbers correctly to begin with. And so now with all this work being done on the backside, it's it's actually getting its fair shake of look. Um, Ted's, I got a bunch of stuff. I got to do my, my hand out my booklet. I got a mover class to write. Fuck, I got so much shit. 
um, you know, 1,001. There's your lead. Oh, got it. Or you could just do 0.5 mil for every mile an hour. Don't forget the win, your lock time, because everybody's lock time is a little different. Mine versus yours. I mean, it's not a whole lot. I want the PowerPoint to be less than an hour, really. I want to get out and shoot it because movers, man, you got to have a guy camped out. Um, probably only shoot a couple people at a time. We'll do some paper movers to start, and then we'll go from the paper to the steel. Um, paper, I can stack about five people at a time. That'll be cool. But anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Don't forget to comment. I want comments, motherfuckers. Give me some comments. All right, guys, have a good one. 